What is up, my clan? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I thought I was done talking about YouTube. I'll be honest with you. I thought after that last one, uh, I wasn't going to dedicate an episode of the podcast to YouTube unless I had a guest on there that wanted to talk about it and we had something to talk about, you know, maybe something exciting, something new, something fun. <laughs> Instead, uh, we've got bad news. And uh, when I say we, I mean we specifically. Uh, Clintus TV, but also anyone that makes videos for kids with kids. I don't know. It's, it's a big mess right now. Um, so let's just jump into it. Uh, yesterday or no, I'm sorry. Uh, two days ago, November 12th, 2019, uh, YouTube released a video and a flood of information regarding, uh, COPPA. Uh, COPPA is the, uh, children's online uh, what is it? Personal Protection Act or uh, Privacy Protection Act? That's it. I got it. Nailed it. Um, yeah, Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, COPPA, and uh, that is a that's a that's a protection act from the FTC, the government, that basically protects children. Um, it, it protects collecting data from children. It protects children from from divulging, you know, and getting information, um, and that's been around for a while and um apparently youtube wasn't complying with it it wasn't doing a good enough job complying with it and they were fined 170 million dollars because of it i'll repeat that they were fined 170 million dollars for not complying with coppa because of this they announced back in september uh that they were going to be making changes to the platform and specifically content that is made for kids. Well, fast forward to, to, to this week, and they told us what that those changes are going to be. And now, starting as of the 12th and moving forward, we now we as the creators now have to designate our videos either made for kids or not made for kids. And when we choose that a video is made for kids, it loses all of its YouTube features. It loses the like button. It loses comments. It loses the sub button. It loses uh, the cards. It loses the end slate uh, annotations at the end. It most importantly loses personalized ads. And for those who don't know, personalized ads are the bulk of the ads you see on YouTube and the ones that pay the most money. And what a personalized ad is, is basically an ad that is sent to a user based on the information that it's collected about that user. So for example, if you're searching for say car reviews or racing videos, right? You might see a Honda ad or a Toyota ad, or um, you know, maybe like an armor all ad for your tires. Like you'll see automotive ads because you've been searching for car stuff. That is data that it collected. And, and this is nothing new. Um, you know, was it last year? There was a big stink about like the, 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 the internet, not like, telling the general public that it's collecting information. That's the little pop-up now you get on websites that says, we do cookies. Do you accept cookies? Like that sort of thing. That's collecting data. And I know it always scares people when you say it's collecting data because you're like, what are they? It's spying on me. No, it's it's just, it's the basic information that you're searching for, information that you're, you know, sending. And it's 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 a very high level, right? I, you shouldn't be worried about it. But anyway, the point is, is that it uh, YouTube and Google 
collect this data from you and then serve you ads that should be somewhat relevant to you, right? That's why sometimes you might get tripped out when you are like looking at say like dog food and then all of a sudden you see an ad on Facebook for dog food and you're like, what the fuck? How, how? That's how, they, like you were searching for dog food on Amazon or on Google and then Facebook shows an ad. Well, it's because there's a cookie on your browser. YouTube's the same way, right? Kids, uh, content made for kids will no longer have that data collected. Therefore, it will not be served personalized ads. Therefore, you're gonna see less ads on that content and the ads that you do see are gonna be far, far cheaper. So the creators are gonna make far less money. So it's a very, very bad thing for people who make money off of their YouTube videos. Um, and again, specific to videos that are created for kids. So there's so much, there's so many questions here. There's so much to talk about here. Um, I'm going to just kind of slowly kind of ease into it. And, uh, you know, as, as usual with this podcast, I'll, I'll probably riff and rant and go off on a tangent and bring it back and all that stuff like that. I did write some notes down, so I'm going to try to stay on, on task and give you guys some information here. Um, so they released the video. I'll have it, I'll have it in the show notes. If you want to watch the video, it's very good. YouTube did a very good job, uh, explaining the, what's going on and what we have to do and you know, what we need to do and, and all that stuff. The YouTube did a great job. And I also want to give credit to YouTube. This is not YouTube's fault. I mean, I guess technically it is because they weren't doing a good job before. So now they're doing the job and they're just doing it at a much faster and heightened pace because now they have till January to be compliant or they get fined again. Um, but this isn't necessarily YouTube doing this to the creators. They're not doing this to the platform. This is them complying with what the government says they need to do, right? The government says you need, they need to do X, Y, and Z. This is their way of doing X, Y, and Z. So I just want to throw that on the table here that, um, you know, if you read the comments, the comments are horrific as usual, uh, on this video. And most people are blaming YouTube. Most people are, you know, the number one question, the number one statement that I'm reading in the comments is why does, why is this happening? If YouTube kids exist, why is this happening to YouTube? If, if there's the YouTube kids, why does YouTube kids exist then if this is happening? And the answer is simple because adults give their phones and tablets to kids and kids go to YouTube. They don't go to YouTube kids. They go to YouTube because kids are on YouTube, plain and simple. Like everyone wants to blame YouTube. It's the parents fault. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the parents fault. It's the parents who just give their phone and tablets to these little kids. And these little kids are just surfing the, the YouTube down the rabbit hole, right? That's why all the toy reviews and the toy unboxings and the playing with toy videos are so popular. And that's why those creators are making millions of dollars because they're getting billions of views. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've always said that you need millions of views to make thousands of dollars. You need thousands of views to make hundred dollars, right? These videos are getting billions of views. So these people are making millions of dollars. And that's what got the attention of the FTC. Realistically, somebody got wind and said, wait a minute, how are all these, you know, uh, these videos so popular if quote unquote, kids aren't on the internet. Because whether you know it or not, you are, you are legally not allowed to be on the internet if you're under the age of 13. When you sign up for like YouTube or you sign up for Instagram or whatever, a lot of, most of those apps and sites ask for your age. And if you say that you're younger than 13, it usually won't let you create the account. It'll say you're too young or whatever. And, and so kids just lie. They say, oh, I'm, I'm 18 or I'm 16 or whatever, right? Um, uh, or they just have their parents sign up and the parents sign up and they put their real at, you know, uh, age, right? Oh, I'm 25 or I'm 30. 
And then the kids are doing their thing, but under the disguise that they're an adult, right? As a YouTube creator, I've, I've seen that for years where, you know, I have a video that blows up and goes viral and it says that the demographic is like 30 year old, you know, males. And you're like, mm, that's dad or that's, you know, uh, 30, 30 year old females. You're like, I doubt that that's happening on this video, right? It's clearly the kids watching on their parents' accounts. So that's the first thing, you know, people are, people are like, you know, giving YouTube a bunch of crap because of that. And it's like, it's not YouTube. It's, it's the parents, the parents aren't giving, you know, whatever. Anyway. Um, so the, the, the biggest problem right now and the issue that I'm having and, and the, the part where I think a vast majority of content creators are stressing out is because it's not clearly defined what is and what isn't made for kids. Now the FTC does have a list of guidelines and YouTube has shared this on their websites and it's on the support page. And I'm going to, I'm going to read these real quick to you guys so that you can kind of get a general sense of how gray this is and why people are freaking out because it's not black and white. Like most laws, like most contracts, like most legal jargon, it's not black and white. It's vague for a reason because at the end of the day, most things are subjective and just like everything else, this is subjective. It's going to be a case to case basis and they're going to have to objectively look at the content and go yes or no. It's not clear cut. So here's what is defined per the FTC's guidelines on COPPA. A video is child directed, which is which, which YouTube calls quote made for kids. If children are the primary audience based on the factors described below or children are not the primary audience, but the video is still directed to children based on the factors below. And these are the factors. Uh, when deciding whether or not your channel or video is made for kids, you should consider various factors, including, but not limited to, subject matter of the video. Uh, example, educational content for preschoolers. I love how they throw the word preschoolers in there. Like, okay, well, what if it's elementary school kids? You know, uh, Whether children are your intended or actual audience of the video. Now, that last part's the important one because you might have made a video that was intended for maybe teenagers or you know, early adults, young adults, but if kids gravitate towards, if kids are into it, if kids start watching it and kids become the bulk of the content of the audience, then they are the actual audience and therefore it falls in this category. Whether the video includes child actors or models. Now this is the one that I'm really focusing on because, and, and, and I'm trying to get clarification on this because it says child actors or models. Now my kids are not acting. My kids are not models. My kids are being their kid themselves, right? Bryce is Bryce, Sierra is Sierra. That's who they are. Like they're being themselves and they're doing their daily life. They're, they're playing sports. They're going to school. They're having homework. They're, you know, being brother and sister. They're like, whatever, right? So do they qualify as child actors or, or not, right? Like that's the question is, is them just being themselves, but in video form considered a child actor? Cause like, you know, if you think about it, the Kardashians are the Kardashians, right? Kim Kardashian is Kim Kardashian, but she's on the show. Keep, keep, keep it up the Kardashians, right? So is she considered an actor playing herself? That's the part that's really gray right now. That's the part that's really, I'm like, mm. because let me, let me say this. Here's why this is important. If that is true, if my kids are considered child actors or models, then that means any video where my kids are in the video under the age of 13, which is Bryce today, Bryce is 12 years old. Then that means I have to mark all those videos as made for kids. That is scary. 
that basically kills my entire channel for revenue purposes and all features. You won't be able to like my videos. You won't be able to add my videos to your playlists. You won't be able to, you won't even get notified that I posted a video. There's no notifications on these videos. If I say it's for kids, you don't get notified that I posted it. That's how serious this is, guys. And I, and I want to kind of preface this too. This isn't saying you can't make videos for kids or you shouldn't make videos for kids. If that's your business model, if that's what you do, you just have to find other ways to make money. That's, that's the caveat here. If you make a toy review channel, if you make videos for entertainment purposes for kids, you just have to find a different way to make money because you're not going to make money from ads anymore. And I'll, and I'll go out on a limb and say that if you are pulling in millions of views on your videos, you're probably in a good position to get sponsorships. You know, someone providing you the toys, people sponsoring the, you know, the unboxings and the playing like, Hey, play with my toy. Hey, you know, you'll be fine. It's the, it's the middle you know, people in the middle of people down just trying to start off. You're not going to make any money off of ad revenue. Ad revenue is going to be killed for those videos. So you get to, the, it, you, again, it, it goes back to the, it goes back to the passion project. If you have a passion for making child entertainment, uh, learning educational content, then you just have to find other ways to make money. You can't make money on ads. Uh, the next one says, uh, whether the video includes characters, celebrities, or toys that appeal to children, including animated cartoons uh, or characters. So that one there is, is uh, that one's kind of obvious, right? Um, but as you may know, well, there's lots of our vlogs where our kids are playing with toys. Kids are playing and, and doing kid activities, right? That's clearly something that kids would be into, right? Kids would love, kids love watching kids play. Kids love watching kids do things. That's, that's a scary one. Um, there's another one I'll get to in a minute here. Uh, whether the language of the video is intended for children to understand. So if you're talking like a teacher would talk to a student, if you're talking like you're talking to a young child, that's, that's made for kids. Um, this is the other one that I'm really concerned about. Whether the video includes activities that appeal to children, such as play acting, simple songs or games or early education. Now that first part, the video includes activities that appeal to children. That's very gray because kids are into all sorts of things. And I would argue that, you know, the oldest quote unquote child is 12 years old, right? That's Bryce. What's Bryce into? Bryce is into basketball. Bryce is into video games. Bryce is into roller skating and or, or, um, rollerblading, BMX bikes. Like, so does that mean if my kids are playing basketball or volleyball, that is considered an activity that appeal to children? So does that mean I can't show my kids playing sports? Like, do you see where, do you see where I'm going with this? Do you see why this is so like, what am I supposed to do? And, and nobody on YouTube can tell you they, they, they're, they're completely, they cannot tell you what is or what is not. They're leaving a hundred percent of the judgment to the creators. They don't want any legal ramifications to say, nope, you're good there. And then the FTC says, nope, you're not good. And then, then technically I could be like, well, YouTube told me I'm going to sue them. You know, like they, they are not telling creators yes or no. They're not telling creators if this is, or this isn't all they're saying is these are the guidelines. And if you have questions, ask a lawyer. So that is my next step. I hate to say it. Lawyers are expensive because legal, legal shit is, is, is expensive guys. Oh, by the way, did I mention that if, if a creator is uh, improperly designated their video, let's say they say it's not for kids and the FTC says it is for kids, 
that the creator can be fined $42,000 per video. Oh yeah, $42,000 per infraction. So I have 3,000 videos. I plan, I have to, I have to go through every one of my videos and mark them as for kids or not for kids. Now, I can do a bulk. I can do the whole channel as not for kids, the whole channel for kids, and then go back individually, which is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna mark the whole channel as not for kids, and then me and Tiffany are gonna have to go through all 3,000 of my videos and mark the ones that we think are made for kids to try and save our ass. And then just cross our fingers and hope that we didn't miss one, because if we did, it's $42,000 per video. Again, you're feeling the tension? Are you feeling why creators are freaking the fuck out? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last two points. Whether the video includes songs, stories, or poems for children, any other information you may have to help determine your video's audience, like empirical evidence of the video's audience. So that is, that's basically like a comment section, right? If you read the comment section of a video and it's a bunch of kids, clearly kids, right? Adults aren't going first or can I get a shout out or where's blah, 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 blah with no grammar or spelling. Like those aren't adults. Those are kids. So again, empirical data that my audience is kids or the audience of the video is kids. Well, it's marked for kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if the vast majority of your comment sections are kids, then I guess your video is made for kids. And that's the shitty part, right? So those are the, those are the guidelines that they've given. Okay, those are the guys that they've given. And the, and the two po- that I pointed out, like I said, the child actors and the a- the activities appealed to children. Those are the two that I'm trying to get clarification on, because those are the two that I feel would impact me today. Now, my old videos, unfortunately, a very large chunk of them are going to have to be marked as ki- for kids, just plain and simple, right? If the kids are doing Nerf gun battles, if the kids are jumping at the trampoline park, if the kids are doing all these things there, I mean, it's just the, the way I was, I was talking on stream today on Twitch, I was saying how, you know, for the vat, if if, if you walked into a room full of adults and you started asking them, would you be interested in watching my kids open Christmas presents? Would you be interested in watching my kids go to the trampoline park? Would you be interested in watching my kids? uh, I don't know, do whatever. I would bet that vast majority of them would say no. Why the fuck do I want to see your kids open presents? I don't give a shit. Why would I want to watch your kids jump in a trampoline park? I don't give a shit, right? Now, maybe they want to watch me give my wife a gift. Maybe they want to see my wife give me a gift. I don't know. The, 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 the part that's gray is this. We've built an audience. We've built a community. We've built a loyal fan base that do care about me and my kids. They do care about us. They do care what my kids get for Christmas. They do like seeing the excitement on my kids' faces, right? Because they have this invested uh, interest in us. So for those people, the answer is yes. Oh yeah, I love Bryson's here. I'd love, I'd love to see what they get for Christmas. I'd love to you know, watch the excitement on their faces, right? So that's, again, another gray area. You know, are, we, are, we talking about, are we talking about like, uh, I don't know. Again, it comes back to the law. It comes back to the FTC's, you know, uh, act, the Protection Act of if kids are watching these videos, then they can't collect data on the users on watching those videos. So that's the dilemma is if, if this is a video that kids are going to want to watch, then the data has to be turned off. They have to stop collecting the data. 
And that's where the dilemma is. You know, I, I talked about Christmas. That's because Christmas is coming up. And Christmas videos on our channel are widely popular, hugely popular. In fact, I'll go ahead and tell you guys right now that usually Christmas videos pay for Christmas. Within, but by the next year, right? If it hasn't already, I, I don't check. It's an, a year old video, but I'm pretty sure if I go back and look at last year's Christmas video, it probably generated enough revenue in the last 10 months to pay for all the gifts that we bought the, the kids and we spent, right? That's just, that's just how it goes, right? And, and my video is not nearly as popular as some other people's videos, right? But two things. One, if I vlog Christmas again this year, then without a doubt, I have to mark it as made for kids. Therefore, it's not going to generate any revenue and it loses all of its features. You won't get notified that the video went live. You can't like it. You can't add it to your favorites. You can't add it to a watch later playlist. You just, it's just, it's just a video there for you to watch as a dumb, like, and I'm not dumb, but like, imagine like a four five-year-old just looking at the screen. They don't tap any buttons. They don't click anything. And, and so there's no data being collected. So like that basically, even though part of the reason why I vlog is to, is to capture the memories and to share the memories, it completely takes out the fact that this is how I make my living and how I generate revenue and how I pay for the bills. And so now it's like, okay, so what? For Christmas now, I just sit in front of the camera and tell you guys what the kids got? I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. This is this is the this is the part. This is the place that we're at. This is the dilemma that we're in. You know, um, and even after the kids, you know, Bryce turns thirteen next year in May. Okay, cool. Bryce and Sierra are cool to be in the videos, but what if they're doing things that appeal to twelve-year-olds and under, ten-year-olds, nine-year-olds, eight-year-olds? Right? They're sports. They're 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 school activities. Their first day of school. They're you know summer activities. They're summer camps. They're you know. Like this is the part that really is gray and it's getting to the point now where it almost feels like, and I hate to say this, but like, it almost feels like we should just not have the kids on YouTube, plain and simple. Like, and even if it's a daily life, like, and you know, I say, I've said this a hundred times, my channel is called Clintus TV. It is about me and my life at the moment that is happening, right? Like right now I'm a, I'm a 37 year old dad. When I started the video, the channel, I was a 23 year old dad with one kid. And then we had a second kid and you know, like I'm going to continue vlogging when my kids are gone and I have my granddad now. Like that's that, like that's my plan. That's my dream. I'm going to continue vlogging my life that at some point when I die, my entire life from the, from 2006 to, to the diet day I die, all the highlights and big moments in my life are captured on that channel. And even if YouTube goes away tomorrow, I have all those videos uh, backed up in the cloud and a hard drive. You know what I'm saying? So, whew. all right. So that's, that's the, that's the gist of it, right? That's the gist of it. I have, uh, now we're going to get into my notes. Now we're going to get into my notes and we're going to, we're going to talk about my thoughts, my concerns and uh, all that stuff. Um, but you know, speaking of revenue and all that stuff, we're gonna take a quick ad break. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. All right, so let's get into uh, let's get into you know the second half of this. Um, so, like I mentioned in the first half, uh, you know, people people kind of pointed out like why are all these happen things happening to YouTube when YouTube Kids exists? And I said because K 
kids are on YouTube, plain and simple, right? Mom and dad aren't always watching what the kids are watching. Mom and dad give their phones and tablets to the kids. Mom and dad buy phones and tablets for kids. And people, you know, kids just know YouTube. They don't know YouTube kids. They know YouTube, right? So they go to YouTube and they just start searching for things. They start clicking on things and they just start going down the rabbit hole. YouTube is not for kids. YouTube says it straight up 13 plus, right? But they don't require... They don't require you to have an account to watch videos. You can watch videos just purely just by watching videos and you'll still see ads and they're still collecting data even though you're not logged in, right? Because they are collecting the data of like what you're watching, what you're searching for, and then they're still serving you ads and other videos. So let's, let's rewind here. Um, about, I don't know, maybe a year ago. About a year ago, we started hearing grumblings of family content, right? Um, family-friendly content uh, versus non-family-friendly content, at, at Apocalypse 2.0, that sort of thing, right? And then earlier, early this year, there was a big thing about child predators, right? And, and uh, pedophiles and, um, you know, disgusting people watching videos for very small children in particular situations, in particular positions, wearing certain things, that sort of thing. That became a huge deal. And as a result, we lost comments on all our videos on across our channel, old and new videos, and have been for nine months. The last nine months, we've had no comments. And it might be longer. I've lost count at this point. It might be 10 months. I don't know. Whatever. A few times we've got comments back, but then they get removed again. And then we get comments back on one video and they get removed again. And it's it's been this constant like... At this point, I just don't think comments are coming back. I did inquire. I did. I did actually talk to somebody at YouTube today, and and asked what I can do. Like, give me some direction. Like, even if it's the most insane thing, like you have to private all your videos with your kids under the age of twelve. Like, they told me that tomorrow. You have to delete all these videos. Okay, well at least I know, and then I can make that decision if I want to. But as of right now, no one has talked to me at all about what I can do or possibly do to get my comments back. And at this point, I just want comments back on the new videos. Leave them off on the old videos. That's fine. I don't give a shit. But moving forward, when I post a vlog, when I post a video, I want to be able to say, let me know in the comments down below what you think about X. And I can't fucking do that. And it drives me up a goddamn wall. Because the main reason that I started doing content creation in the first place was to share my thoughts and ideas and have a conversation about it. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your ideas. I want to have a conversation. That is why I love Twitch. In live streaming so much more than YouTube because it's all I do. I'm talking all day. People ask me, how Clint, Clint, how do you play video games for eight hours a day? I said, because I'm not really playing video games for eight hours a day. I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm hanging out with my buds. I'm, I'm meeting new people. It's like a bartender. It's like bartender can work, you know, six, eight, 10 hours. And like, they're the happiest people. They're the funniest, friendliest people. They're like, that's why you go to a bar like a lot of times. You go sit down at the bar and you talk to the bartender. You talk to the, 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 the other people at the bar, right? That's what my, my chat room is. That's what my streams are. The video game is like watching the basketball game. It's like watching the football game, right? You go to a bar, you order a beer, you sit there and you talk to the bartender, you talk to other people in the bar, or maybe you're just there to watch the football game. You don't want to talk to anybody. Those are the people that come to my chat room. You're either there to talk to me, you're there to talk to other people in the chat room, or either to just watch me play video games, right? That's what it is. But I can't do that on YouTube, and that drives me up a wall. I hate it. I hate it. 
But anyway, uh, when the whole child predator thing started happening and, and family content started getting hit with these changes, I started feeling a vibe and I made the decision to change my profile picture to my logo and I got rid of the profile picture with the family and, and it, I've changed it a couple different times. It was a, a cityscape and then now it's like a picture of uh, Arizona desert. Um, trying to get away from like, oh, it's a family channel and going back to more of it's my channel. It's Clintus TV. My family just happens to be around. And then also in the last, I'd say nine to actually it's been longer than that. I'd say the last year and a half, two years, the kids are getting older. The kids are just around less and less. They're just not around as much, right? They're getting older. They're in high school. They're playing sports, having out with their friends. You know, they're not playing with toys. They're not doing the cute fun stuff. They can't be easily entertained by just going to the park or the arcade, right? So as a result, the viewership has gone down, right? Because less and less kids are watching our videos. So again, as a creator and as someone who's savvy to the business, we know, I know what videos will do better. What videos are going to get more views? What videos appeal to a wider audience, AKA kids. So it's very clear that this is a problem because there are kids that are on YouTube. Now I will spin around immediately 180 and say, I'm okay with the kids not watching my videos. I'm okay with less and less kids being involved with our content because kids are fickle. Most kids are not loyal and most kids I hate to say it, uh, get keyboard confidence because they think they can say whatever they want, do whatever they want. And there's no consequences, right? They, 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 they leave the nastiest comments because mom and dad aren't looking because I can't actually do anything to them other than delete their comment or ban them from leaving a comment, which they don't even know they're banned. That's the, that's the good and bad thing. Shadow banning is good because they don't know they're banned, but it's bad because they don't know they're banned. And so they just continue to do what they think. And they think everyone sees it. So take that way you will, the way, any way you like, but I saw the writing on the wall earlier in the year and I started to deviate from the family content and more of like just daily life, just a quick check-in with Bryce just a quick check-in with Sierra. And if there's something relevant to them, then we vlogged it. And as a result, the channel has been in decline for the last, you know, couple of years. Um, more kids watch YouTube than adults. That's very clear, right? And in regards to the most popular videos on the, on the platform, the most popular channels on the platform, um, you know, where the direction of the channel has been going for the last couple of years. And really some of the biggest hot topic buttons of YouTube has been around families and kids and, you know, all that stuff. Um, you know, so you may, you know, maybe you make content that kids would watch because you got more views, plain and simple. I mean, that's just, you know, family vlogs that rabbed, you know, revolved around kids. The most popular ones were the ones with the youngest kids because cute, you know, little kids are cute. Little kids are funny. Little, little kids are entertaining, even for adults, right? Especially if you're a parent, if you are a parent, then yes, you find kids cute and adorable, right? Uh, but family content equals kid content. Let's be real, right? That's, 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 that's really what it comes down to. Yes, there are tons and tons of moms out there that watch vlogs. There's tons and tons of moms out there that watch family-friendly content. And then in results of that, that's why we have more and more and more family vloggers out there. We have more and more family YouTubers because they're like, oh, wait, they're just vlogging their life. We can do that. 
we've got six kids. Let's we can vlog. Let's go right. And that's why you have the 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 family vlog genre exploded in the last five you know five years or so. Right. That's why you see more and more family vlogs and family vloggers, but also you're seeing more and more teen vloggers, right? You go to VidCon and Playlist Live and these big YouTube conferences, more and more young creators are being featured. They're the most popular right now because like boy bands, like, like, you know, pop singers, like they're the young, hip teenagers want to be like them. You know what I'm saying? I always joke that kids don't want to watch dad YouTube. They want to watch their, their brother, YouTube, they want to watch their boyfriend, YouTube, they want to watch their girlfriend, YouTube, you know, people that are relatable to them. That's why we saw a huge spike in uh, um, popularity with challenge videos, right? Challenge videos, like, unless it's ridiculously funny or hilarious, like most of the time, it's just kids want to watch that stuff because they're, they're gullible. Let's be honest, right? The 10, the thousand temperature knife challenge, that thing was a thing for a long time, right? thousand degree knife cutting through blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world, but it was a huge trend because kids are like, what? Whoa. You know, toy reviews and playing with toys. I was, I mentioned about earlier, those videos exploded. And you know, there was information that, that went out a few years ago. The most popular video in the world was this toy unboxing toy opening uh, channel where you never even saw the woman's face. All you saw was her hands. And I believe she had a British accent. So she had this really calm, soothing voice. And like, she was on good morning America and got interviewed that she was like the most, the number one watched channel in the world. Now you look at PewDiePie is the most subscribed channel in the world, but this lady was the most watched channel in the world. Right. And that's because kids don't subscribe. Kids don't have accounts, but they're watching the shit ton of her content. There you go. Right. So, you know, as the kid, my kids started growing up, the kids were less active, right? I got the less of the views. I mentioned that before. And so ultimately that's where it comes down to the creator when they're making their content. You have to ask yourself this question. Would a kid watch this? Would an adult watch this? Who is the intended audience, right? Now the gray part that they state in the FTC's regulations guidelines, whatever you want to say is, you know, whether the children is the intended audience or the actual audience. And like I said, the video might be intended for young adults, but if a bunch of kids watch it, then does that make it made for kids is the question, you know? And so this is the, this is, this is the dilemma. This is the pickle that we're in. This is the pickle that I'm in because you know, my logical brain is telling me I can't show my kids do anything that kids do. I, I can't show you, I can't show my kids being kids because kids are interested in that. Kids want to watch that. And, uh, that sucks because that basically means their life ends on YouTube until they're adults, you know? So like tomorrow they say goodbye to YouTube and then all of a sudden, five years later, they show back up on YouTube. Hey guys, what's up? Let's catch you up on the last five years. Bryce broke his arm. Blah, 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 blah. Bryce got a girlfriend. Blah, blah, blah. Sierra got uh, a, a boyfriend. Blah, 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 blah. Sierra got married. Blah, blah, blah. Sierra moved to San Diego. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. At right now, this exact moment, I don't know.
Now, what I do know is that we have till January 1st to be compliant. After January 1st, the FTC is going to start paying attention. They're going to start fining people. And this whole thing gets an emotion. So we have the next two months to mark our videos. All videos have to be marked. And then moving forward, we have to decide what content we want to share. We have to decide what content we want to make. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, just keep making the content. Just find other ways to make money. And that's true. That is true. That is a, that is definitely a possibility. And that's what people who have entire channels dedicated to kid content will have to do. Thankfully, I have other ways to make money. YouTube is no longer my main source of income. However, it is still a large chunk of my income and it is still my biggest platform. It's what I'm known for. It's what I get the most opportunities and sponsorships for. It's my YouTube channel. So let's say I, we, we just continue doing what we're doing and I just mark the videos as made for kids. Well, like I said before, it loses all its features. There's no thumbs up, there's no thumbs down. There's no comments. There's no adding the video to your playlist, your favorites. There's no uh, subscribe button. If you watch a video and you're like, oh, I like this video, I wanna to subscribe to this channel. You can't. And there's no notifications that the, you got that the video went out. So you have no way of knowing that, the, that the, the, there's a new video unless you follow me on Twitter or follow me on Instagram, or you just happen to go to my channel and say, is there a new video today, right? So it's not the ideal situation for someone like myself, especially when not all of my content is clearly for kids. There are plenty of videos that the kids are, are very little in the video. And if they are in the video, it's just them sitting there talking to you guys or talking to me, right? That's clearly not made for kids. But that basically means no more arcade videos, no more trampoline park videos, uh, like I said, possibly no Christmas video, no birthday parties, like, like any of the kids basically having fun. Like that to me just screams made for kids. You know what I'm saying? And it's not as simple. Like I, I've got, I've already got some comments like, well, let's just start saying the F word. Just start swearing and cussing. Then it won't be for kid friendly. That's not the point. There's plenty of content out there. That's, you know, kids watch today that, that, drop the f-bomb a lot of gamers a lot of gamers you know don't feel the need to censor themselves and they drop the f-bomb all the time i mean bryce is guilty of it bryce is watching some you know uh, fortnite video or, or or nba 2k video and, and the guy starts you know he says the f-word every every couple of words or, or you know every couple of sentences and you know it's usually it's time like hey bryce why don't you flip the channel find another video you know one f-word every once in a while is okay but when they start going f this f that f this f that f that it's like nope change the channel so that doesn't matter. It's not that simple. It's if the kids are interested in watching that video. If they want to watch that video, they can't collect data. Therefore, that video gets marked made for kids and lose all its features. So I am going to, I sent off a couple emails. I have emails out to YouTube, partner managers, uh, multi-channel network managers. Um, I have a couple of friends that I've uh, texted and, and, and asked if they've got any more information. A few people are talking to people like next week. I've even written up an email to my lawyer and it's in my drafts. I'm going to wait till the weekend. I'm gonna wait till Monday. And if I don't have any additional information from any of these people, I'm going to fire up that email to my lawyer and we'll go down the legal path, which for those of you who don't know, it costs a large sum of money to talk to a lawyer. Um, lawyers make their money you know, multiple different ways. But one of the ways to make their money is by giving it legal advice because legal advice 
is is advice that you can go back on and say, well, I was advised to do this. And so if you get in trouble, it falls back on the lawyer. The lawyer knows the law, so the chances are when they say yes or no, it's pretty concrete. That's why YouTube's not getting involved. YouTube's are, YouTube is not a lawyer. YouTube does not want to get their hands dirty. YouTube does not want to be liable for telling a creator, nope, you're good, and then it bites them in the butt. Oh, they're not good. Well, YouTube told me I was, and then they could sue you, right? <clears throat> they, could, they could sue YouTube. So if I pull the trigger on this legal advice, uh, it's most likely going to cost me a, a, a good chunk of cash. Um, but that's how it works, right? And I would rather be safe than sorry, and I'd rather be certain how to move forward. I'm going to ask the, my lawyer all the same questions. I'm going to give them the lowdown on all the information. And then most likely, I don't know if she is familiar with the, the, the COPA law. If not, she will forward me to one of her colleagues or an, an office that is, and then we'll talk to that person. So that's kind of where my, my plan is right now. But I'll tell you right now, outside of that, like, you know, worst case scenario, and let's, let's, get, let's just get real for a minute here. Worst case scenario, if all of my worst nightmares are true, then that means moving forward, as of January 1st, there will be no more vlogs with the kids. The, 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 like the vlog, the, you'll see the kids when they come home from school, they'll, they'll tell you about their day. They'll, they'll, you know, say hi, you know, but there just will not be any vlogging of them doing anything that kids would find interesting, plain and simple, plain and simple. It'll be me and Tiffany. It'll be me narrating. It'll be me filling in the gaps. Maybe a photo of Bryce playing basketball, a photo of Tiff Sierra playing volleyball. I don't know. Like, you know, I get asked the question a lot. Like, are you going to stop vlogging? Or, you know, why don't you do daily vlogs anymore? And, you know, I always tell people it's because our life isn't that interesting. Our life isn't that much going on, but every once in a while we have, you know, a moment, we have some fun. We have a fun weekend. We have a fun travel trip. We have a fun day at, you know, goofy golf or bowling or the trampoline park, right? Cause they're still kids. But if those videos are made for kids, then it kind of hurts the channel and it kind of hurts me. And it doesn't really feel like it's worth making, you know? And so I, I have I have to kind of come to to reality that this might be the end of that that uh, content, you know. And uh, I've been doing some experiments. If you've been watching, if you've been paying attention to my channel, you've probably noticed some videos get more views than others. And most recently, some videos have gotten a lot less views. That's because I'm doing things behind the scenes that you guys can't really tell, you guys can't really see. Uh, trying to see if it what impacts the channel, what does negative impact, what does positive impact, and is there anything that that that's helping the channel or hurting the channel. And as you can tell, there's definitely some things that are hurting the channel, but now with this information, now with this Copa thing that we have to pay attention to, might be a good thing. You know, I hate to say it, but like now it's like, it's like, it's a 180 from like four years ago. I don't want kids watching my content. I don't want kids, you know, hanging around. <laughs> it's, I hate to say it. Uh, I even, I even recently, even on Twitch, recently put on the mature audience warning on my Twitch streams. And that's basically just to warn anyone that comes to my channel that, Hey, this, this stream isn't really intended for kids. Even though once again, 
You're supposed to be 13 years old to be on the internet. You'd be 13 to have a Twitch account. You're 13 to be able to talk to my talk to me in chat. Every day I have at least one blatant child in my chat room. And every once in a while, someone will go, how old are you? And they'll be like, oh, I'm 12. I'm 10. I'm nine. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? You know? Now I hate that feeling because I love talking to everybody. I don't give a shit how old you are. If, I, if you can have a conversation, I will talk to you. And there are some great, great kids. And I, and I, I hate to blanket kids as all shitheads, but there are some fantastic, mature kids that hang out in my community, both on YouTube and on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, even my Discord server. We have a Discord server, and there's some kids that are in there. I don't care how old you are if you're able to have a conversation and actually talk like a normal human being, I'm cool with that. I'm totally cool with that. But unfortunately, the vast majority of kids on the internet are assholes. Plain and simple, the vast majority of them are assholes. And they ruin most of things on the internet. They, the, the asshole kids are the ones that are giving the millennials bad names. They're the ones that give kids a bad name. You know? And we all know, we all know an asshole kid. You probably have an asshole kid in your family. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, that's it, guys. That's that's where we're at at this exact moment. Again, it's only been two days. Um, I've 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 reached out. I've gotten some information, but not, again, most of it's gray. YouTube can't actually tell me anything like what to do. Uh, they just keep pointing me to the same guidelines and advise me to you know. And at the end of the day, I am the one who has to make the decision. I have to mark them as either for kids or not kids, and then I have to live with the consequences if I get it wrong, which is scary. You know, it's like. Better safe than sorry. Just mark it. If, you know, if you're not sure, mark it for kids and then just hope for the best, you know? So, um, I'm going to be making a YouTube video, basically summarizing this. This is the long, this is the long version. You know, we're about 45 minutes, maybe an hour into this right now. So this is the long version. I'll make a shorter version on YouTube because obviously I feel like I feel compelled to put it on my YouTube channel, let everyone know what's going on. Um, the funny thing is, is when I do these videos, they, they get, they get no views. So it's like the vast majority of my audience doesn't even see it in the first place. It's hilarious. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's it. I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to do. There's really no way for me to know yet. Like I said, we have two, we have two months, less than two months to comply. So by then we'll, me and Tiffany will go through all the videos and mark them. The real big question, the unknown is what to do in the future. You know, what's okay to record, what's not okay to record. What's, you know, what triggers us to have to say it's made for kids that that's the stuff that we have to figure out. And that unfortunately might have to come from a lawyer, which will cost us a lot of money. But, you know, if a lot of spending some money now makes means that we can continue making money in the future and continue doing what we're doing, then, you know, great. Uh, again, going back to the worst case scenario, if worst case scenario, a vast majority of my videos get flagged as made for kids and I lose the revenue on those videos and therefore I lose a vast majority of my revenue on my channel. I don't know what that means. I don't know what, you know, I guess it depends on how much of how much revenue do I lose? Um, like I said, YouTube is no longer my main source of income, but it's still a large portion of it. Certain months, it's the biggest portion. Other months, Twitch is a, is a bigger portion. Uh, some months sponsorships are a bigger portion, but those sponsorships come from YouTube. So again, you know, if, if, it, if a video is marked for kids, there's no like button, there's no comments. So therefore there's no engagement and there's no data to give sponsors, right? 
This is going to hurt sponsorships too, because there's no data to be collected, right? I don't even know if there's a view counter. Now that I think about it, I don't even know if there's a view counter on these videos. Holy shit. I didn't think about that. Huh? Yeah. Wild, wild west guys. It's the wild, wild west. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, you know, I played an ad on this video. There might be one or two ads. I don't know. That's one of the ways to make money. You know, I talk about on Twitch all the time about ad, ad revenue and people hate ads and they run ad blockers and I'm doing this ad experiment right now on Twitch playing with a new ad platform they have on Twitch. You might hate ads, but it doesn't cost you anything to listen to that ad, but you listening to that ad or watching that ad helps pay from what I do and allows me to do what I do. And much like, you know, TV and not cable, let's say basic bitch TV over the antenna, over the air, you don't pay for that, right? But the commercials that you watch or the commercials you don't watch or the commercials that you fast forward through do pay for that. Somebody has to pay for it, right? Those Super Bowl commercials that are hilarious and funny, those things cost millions of dollars to run because it costs billions, well, not billions, hundreds of millions of dollars to run the, to run the, run the Super Bowl, right? Somebody's got to pay for it. Somebody has to pay for it. That's the thing. Everyone has to pay for something. It's funny. I was at dinner last night with my family and, uh, you know, my, my family are in is in the restaurant business, Tiffany's side of the family, my side of the family in multiple directions are in the restaurant business. Minimum wage is going up. It's going up to like something crazy, like 15 bucks an hour or something like that, which is hilarious. Cause when I was a kid, it was like four bucks. But anyway, minimum wage is going up, which is great. Hallelujah. People are gonna make more money. Yay. Right. The burger flippers at McDonald's are gonna make more money. Yay. Guess what? Somebody has to pay for that raise. You think it's going to be McDonald's? Nope. Your Big Mac and quarter pounder with cheese is going to go up. Your fries are going to go up. Your McGriddles are going to go up, right? 10 cents here, 25 cents there. That's what's going to pay for that minimum wage. Guess what? That minimum wage raise that you just got making more money now. Woohoo. Guess what? Now everything costs more money and then you're right back where you were left off. That's the the way the world works with inflation, right? You work for some big corporate company. You want an annual raise after your review every year, 3%, 5%, 2%. How's that business going to afford to give everybody a raise? They're going to raise their prices. I'm going off a tangent, but anyway, my point is, is somebody has to pay for the business to run, to make the product, to serve the product, and then to pay their employees and themselves to then live their life. Ad revenue is how content creators, for the most part, make their revenue. So quit turning on your fucking ad blockers. Let the ads run. Listen to the ads. Watch the ads. Buy some fucking products. Buy some sponsored stuff if it sounds cool, if you like it, if you're into it. Use those promo codes. Use those affiliate links, right? If you enjoy the content, if you enjoy the free content, then support the creators creating it. That's all. Thanks for listening. Love your faces. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Clintus. Everything's at Clintus. Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. Everything's Clintus. Just just look me up. I'm at Clintus. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for your attention, for your time. I will see you guys on the next one. The next one should be the one-year anniversary. We're going to talk about the last year in podcasting and then talk about the future of podcasting because I'm excited, guys. This is going to be a wild year for the podcast. 2020 the year of the podcast. You heard it here first. Peace.